Hey Barefoot Parents, I'm Cassie Hutton, a homeschooling mama five who sees you, wants to support and encourage you in your counterculture parenting style. On this podcast, we cover topics from a faith-filled perspective on childbirth, inner healing, health, and family. Visit CassieHutton.com to learn more. Are you enjoying this podcast? I sure hope you are. If you are, please let me and others know by leaving a review wherever you listen from. Are you interested in a topic I've covered so far and want more? Please leave a comment or message me at contact at CassieHutton.com. Hey, Barefoot Parents. So I'm Cassie Hutton. If this is one of your first episodes to listen to, thank you for joining me. I love to talk everything from health to family to homeschool. Um, and especially childbirth education and applying all of the health stuff back to pregnancy and women's health. And so today I just kind of thought I would throw an episode out there that's about how to start your health journey. Because when I have gotten questions from people that are just beginning their health journey, a lot of times they want to target one area. So they're having anxiety. How can I fix this anxiety? Or I'm um, overweight. So what's the best way to lose weight? Instead of recognizing that all of those are just symptoms that our body is spitting out and it is a sign that our overall health is depleted. It's our body's way of saying, hey, hello, pay attention. I need some help. And unfortunately in our society, we've not been taught that. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to start with what are some basic things that you can do to not feel overwhelmed, to know that you're on the right track to starting your health journey, and to know that you're actually tackling an overall health issue and not just one area. And so there is hope, first of all, I want to say that no matter what area you are struggling with, there is hope. God has given you an answer. There are so many people out there who have actually healed um, their bodies from everything from autoimmune disease to PCOS to endometriosis to anxieties. um, And the list goes on and on. Diabetes, that all of it is honestly reversible. And we've listened to this slide because what happens is people go to an MD, their medical doctor, their OB, and they get a pill that simply treats a symptom and they're not diving further into the real issues and all these blood panels that we're running don't actually give us real insight to what's going on in our overall health and unfortunately the markers that they give us are this huge wide range and usually they say hey everything's fine when you know you're not fine because your period is off you are having severe mood swings pms you've got fibroids you've got all of these things going on and you know that your body's not right you know that your body is not optimally um, at its energy level that it needs to be and so where do you start what do you do what are some things that you can change so that you don't feel overwhelmed and just a place to start so um starting a health journey can be very overwhelming <laughs> right um so recently i've shared a few blog posts about how nutrient deficiencies will actually affect your mental health and cause major mood disorders and for women this does include pms we have um been fed this lie in our society that pms is like this this thing that you're gonna go through and that you are just going to experience. 
instead of recognizing that PMS is not normal and that it needs to be addressed, it's again, your body's way of saying, hey, I need more help. I need more rest during this time. Um, I need more food during this time. I need more supplements or nutrients given to me during this time and something is off. You didn't feed me well last month and so this month I'm having a really hard time keeping up. So where should you start in your health journey? First of all, you need to ask yourself a few questions and I love this, mm, like it was a, um, it's a post put out by another podcaster that I really have enjoyed listening to them. And so some of the things that she says that you need to ask yourself, this is what um, we want to tackle our overall health from a metabolic standpoint. Your metabolism has everything to do with what your body body symptoms are going to throw out. And so here's some things that you can ask yourself. If you have a thriving metabolism, you're going to be warm all day long. You're going to have a waking temperature of 97.8 degrees, resting pulse between 75 and 90 beats per minute. You're going to have regular bowel movements, which is one to three times a day. And if you don't know what a regular bowel movement is, look in my last episode. We talked about what a regular bowel movement is and the Bristol stool chart. You can look that up or go find the link in my last um, episode and I will link it in the show notes. So shiny, strong, healthy hair and nails, a healthy sex drive, and no PMS, exactly what we just talked about. You're hungry within 30 minutes of waking up. This is super important. So many women will go until lunch. They'll skip breakfast. It's the easiest one to um, skip. And I'm totally, I was totally guilty of this until I started working with a nutritionist. And she told me, that that's actually to kickstart your metabolism, you need to eat within those 30 minutes to an hour of waking up. And so I have made that um, my due diligence for the last nine months to make sure I'm eating consistently when I wake up and never drinking coffee on an empty stomach. And so, um, and then you have steady energy all day. You're not having these crashes mid-afternoon at three o'clock in the afternoon, um, ready to fall asleep. And so here's some symptoms of if you have a trash metabolism. Your body feels cold, especially your hands and feet. That has always been me. Um, And since I'm trying to restore my metabolism while I'm pregnant, I still have cold hands and feet. But I do expect that to get much better once my metabolism is able to speed up because naturally when we get pregnant, your metabolism naturally slows down. We naturally become insulin resistant. We naturally should have iron levels that drop because we're feeding another baby. And so all of these things take place. Um, but you should not have cold hands and feet. It's um, really also is connected to a thyroid issue going on. Um, so if I would have known that one years ago, I could have started addressing my health years ago. Um, you should have a re- if you have a resting pulse rate of under 70 beats per minute, it's a sign of a trash metabolism. You are constipated or you have irregular bowel movements. Again, go back to the Bristol uh, stool chart. You will under you will it will help you understand what an irregular bowel movement might be, and can help you determine like what the bowel is doing in your stomach and if you are actually properly detoxing every time you have those bowel movements because when we have a bowel movement, that's the number one way that our body is detoxing. If you have PMS, mood swings, and especially anxiety, that is a a sign of a 
trash metabolism. You have a low libido, low energy, restless sleep. So you have trouble falling asleep. Or here's what a lot of people don't know. If you're waking up between that two, three, and four o'clock hour, that's a sign of a glucose issue going on as well. And you're not, your body's having to produce its own glucose in the middle of the night and it's waking you up because your cortisol levels are having to spike because of a blood sugar issue going on. And then lack of hunger, especially in the mornings, is a sign of a bad metabolism going on. And so, um, some other things that I want to talk about, I kind of mentioned pregnancy and how our metabolism naturally slows down, but pregnancy takes a lot out of our bodies. And if you haven't heard me say this before, I will continue to say this. We give away 10% of our minerals to our children with every pregnancy. That is equivalent to four pounds of minerals with each pregnancy. So you have to restore those four pounds of minerals after, you know, postpartum. And so it's extremely important to be nourishing ourselves um, during, and, during pregnancy and postpartum. So it's obviously a lot more than we realize that's taking from our bodies, especially since I have tested during the middle of my pregnancy. I knew what my levels were back in January and then I tested again in August. And although I was supplementing like crazy in those, what, seven months, um, my levels actually dropped even further. And so it was just a sign to me of how depleted my body was, but also how much the baby is taking. And so um, it was discouraging to see that I had really supplemented my health um, and see my numbers go down. But at the same time, it was gave me a peace of mind to know that like, hey, my, but my baby's getting what he needs in order to be healthy and thriving. And um, I'm just believing that. And I'm also believing that it's not going to take me long to actually recover because I know how to su support my body postpartum this time. Um, pregnancy is a marathon race. So you're running this marathon for nine months and you you, you can't expect your body to provide for itself. On top of that, your baby gets here and then guess what? You can't get the proper sleep. And so it's super important that we get the rest that we need so that our bodies can detox. It's when they do, it's when they do the most amount of detoxing. And so if you're not sleeping well or not getting the proper amount of rest, then you're not getting the proper detoxing that your body needs. So all of that contributes to how well you're able to replenish your body after pregnancy. And when you don't know how to properly replenish yourself, it can be detrimental. Um, another thing that contributes to our overall health are toxins in our environment. And foods are the biggest contributor to our overall health depletion. So we have so many chemicals in our food and every time that we're consuming those chemicals, not only is our body having to work harder to detox them, but they're also blocking pathways in our body that cause our body not to be able to absorb nutrients the way that they need to. PUFAs, which are polyunsaturated fats, um, this started with Crisco and developed into seed oils and vegetable oils. So sunflower oils, safflower oils, vegetable oils, canola oils, anything derived from a seed, um, peanut oil, all of those are highly, highly inflammatory in our body. And that inflammation is what leads to so many health problems. It creates oxidative stress and these free radicals in our body. 
And it's, it's exactly like what happens when you build an iron fence or you see pipe fences and whenever it's not protected from the oxygen in the air, it starts to rust. And that's exactly what happens in our body, um, which is a whole nother issue on a copper and iron <laughs> relationship in our body. And when our copper isn't regulated, our iron is off in our body and too much iron is too much oxygen and can actually cause this oxidative stress that I'm talking about. And so um, making sure that we're just really getting a healthy diet in that's also, um, unfortunately, we're not used to eating organ meats. And so you've got to be getting organ meats into your diet somehow. And so for most of us, that's going to be a supplementation. So I actually take raw liver chop it into small bite-sized pieces and try to get in an ounce a day. And actually I can tell when I do not have it, like if I skip a day right now, because for whatever reason, I think it's slow adrenals and just the oxidative stress and the inflammation in my body. These last two pregnancies, I've had the um, pregnancy congestion or the rhinitis, if you want to call it by its um, technical name. And if I don't take the iron, I notice especially in this last trimester, how much worse the pregnancy congestion is. And I think that that's very interesting. Um, so other things in our diet include, you know, when you're not eating organic, you are really consuming a lot more herbicides and pesticides. Fertilizers are in all of our foods these days, but it's, we're also putting it on our grass and then we're going out and playing in the grass. Our kids are going barefoot out in the grass and in these fertilizers, um, are heavy metals. So we're getting this metal overload. Um, these metals are also in our cosmetics. Our deodorant is very high in aluminum. So it's just really important to start paying attention to all of these. And so where I, we started, was just starting to read labels on everything. And so if there were things that I just absolutely could not pronounce in a lot of these products, I just started doing without. I just started not buying them until I could find a replacement. And a lot of times it looked like not buying the best product, but just buying something better. And then along the health journey and connecting with people, especially on Instagram. There are just amazing accounts on Instagram that you can follow. The Natural Minded Mama is one of them. The other one is uh, Just Ingredients. And they'll just do product swaps. They'll just put these images out there that say, hey, you might be buying this shampoo, but this one's better. Um, and so just starting with something like that that just gives you a real simple, clear direction on where to start. So another cause for depletion for women is the pill. Um, and, and even myself, like I've never been on the birth control pill and here I am still depleted. So the birth control pill causes, a lot of times it has very high estrogens because it's telling your body not to ovulate. And every time you ovulate, you produce a, a progesterone. And progesterone is kind of the yin and the yang to the estrogen. If you're, if you have too much estrogen, you're going to have a lot of PMS symptoms when you don't have that progesterone to level it all out. And so once you ovulate your egg, it, when it dissolves and does not, you know, pregnancy doesn't occur, that's when progesterone, the egg actually turns into the progesterone. And so if you're not having a good, healthy ovulation cycle, you're not going to have the amount of progesterone in your body to help you not have those PMS symptoms right before you start your next period. And that's what the birth control pill is doing. It's saying, 
no progesterone and it's just basically telling your mind to uh, operate like a robot because it starts in your brain it's releasing these chemicals to tell your body to ovulate properly um, it also even like the pill is just it raises your copper levels it raises your estrogen levels it gives you this synthetic copper it's not bioavailable in your body which is what's creating all of the iron issues that I talked about a minute ago and all of the oxidative stress and so if you're on the pill and you're having lots of issues this could be what's going on um, so a lot of women coming off the pill or when they get on the pill actually experience so many other health issues um, so not to mention the pill also alters your brain on who you're attracted to and it's a carcinogenic which means it's a cancer causing agent because it's messing with your hormones and hormones are the reason hormone imbalances are I don't want to say the reason but they are a huge contributing factor to to causing cancer As you know, I'm on a health journey to ensure my own health, but along with that, I want to ensure that my kids are getting the nutrients they need as well. I've been giving my kids a daily vitamin from Llama Naturals along with their wholesome diet. Right now, I have a $10 discount code for you at the bottom of the show notes. Just scroll down to the link at the bottom and it will automatically apply the coupon for you. They are 100% organic, real fruit gummies that are made of real fruit with no added sugar cane, along with 13 natural vitamins from fruits and veggies. Peace of mind for you, pieces of nutrition for them. So where do we start in the health journey if we're trying to get our diet, um, to change our diet and restore our metabolism? For beginners, it starts with just that, metabolism. It does not start with trying to lose weight, eating less calories, masking a symptom, or adding in a few supplements, or taking a probiotic to restore your gut health. Gut health has been a bigger thing, which it is extremely important, but when you start working on your metabolism, you will actually naturally start working on your gut health too. And so one of the big things is to eat plenty of protein, but let me address it this way. Here's where our health journey began with keto. It was the start for us, but thank goodness it didn't end there. We didn't need to lose weight, but because this diet was shown to have significant results for people with epilepsy. My son started having seizures, so we started with the keto diet. And so we didn't stay on it for very long. It was very hard to not eat carbs. And so thankfully we did eat carbs. Um, here's the truth about keto. It is a backup system. Your body has to have carbs to produce energy. What do What is energy in our body? It turns into glucose, which is the energy producing. It's what actually gives us energy. So you have to have carbs in your body. And the thyroid is a big energy, or, or if your thyroid is down, your energy is gonna be down. Or if your thyroid is hyperactive or hypoactive, whichever way that it flows on the chart, you're gonna have less energy. And your thyroid needs potassium. And on the keto diet, you're going to be depleted of potassium because it's in the fruits um, that have a lot of carbs in them and the sugar. So if your body isn't getting enough carbs to produce the glucose, ketones start to show up in your urine. If ketones are detected in urine during pregnancy, it is a major cause for concern because it means your body isn't, does not have the energy it needs to work for you and your body. Your body will always prioritize keeping you alive. Keto basically says this, I'm starving. It's famine time. 
Now I need to make my own glucose, so I'm going to break down the liver and other organs to create my own glucose in order to produce the energy you need in order to stay alive. So think about that. Because you're not giving it the proper glucose, it's going to produce energy from somewhere, and it's getting it from your other organs, and it's actually breaking those organs down. And especially women will, if they're on this diet for too long, they will see significant health issues show up later in life, especially um, with their thyroid. So if you're on keto or if you were on keto for a long time and you're having some of these issues, you really need to begin to replenish those things. And what the way that God created it is that like um, when we eat the organs of other animals, it actually replenishes those organs within us. So you can actually buy thyroid supplements um, and it's from actual thyroids of other animals and there's actually liver supplements or you can like I said earlier go get your own liver and start eating it so um but why do people feel so much better when they start the keto diet that's because naturally they're cutting out a lot of the refined carb a lot of the refined sugars um and they're cutting out a lot of toxins and processed foods and so naturally yes they're going to feel a lot better because all of those toxins are actually not going into their body but long term it has major um, health side effects. And so a lot of people also cut out bread and gluten, which can be a good thing. But store-bought bread is what's bad. Flour at the store is also very bad. <laughs> this is, I watched a video on this, and this lady explained from a Christian perspective, too. It was so good um, what flour actually is. And so we get these grains and they used to have to grind their own grain to get their own flour. And so it was never um, the bran and the germ. Is that right? Am I saying that right? The bran and the germ have the best nutrients in it. And those are the two parts that are sifted out of our flour because they contain an oily substance in them like vitamin E, the iron. So if you see enriched um, flour, it'll say enriched enriched cereals, anything with grains in it. The good stuff is taken out and then the synthetic stuff is put back in to replace what good was taken out. And so just like with milk, milk it is now pasteurized and all of the good stuff is taken out of it and then they put synthetic like vitamin D back into it. Vitamin D, if you're taking a vitamin D supplement, stop taking it. A lot of calcium supplements have vitamin D in it. Stop taking it. If you want to get vitamin D, you can take cod liver oil or you can just get your cholesterol in and then go get some sunshine. The cholesterol in your body reacts with the UV rays and it turns into vitamin D in your body. So just continue to get plenty of sunshine, especially in the mornings. And those UV rays help your body tremendously. So these are just some simple things that people try to start doing. Um, and then they find themselves either plateauing or it just doesn't work. And so they go on to a new diet or a new thing or masking a new symptom when they're not truly treating their overall health. And so some things that we started doing in our health journey 101 was we started buying organic. We started, started buying raw milk instead of store-bought milk because we do drink a lot of milk around here. I started buying um, organic cereal for my kids, although that's still not the best. Um, it has a lot of soy in it sometimes, and it still has a lot of the 
PUFAs in it, the um, vegetable oils and seed oils, which you really have to pay attention to, even though you're buying organic snacks and things, most of the time it's still going to have the seed oils in it. So pay attention to that. Read the ingredients. Stop reading the nutritional facts and start reading ingredients. That was the second thing that I definitely started doing was reading ingredients instead. And so I only cook with olive oil or coconut oil or butter or ghee. Those have high smoke points. Um, and so they're not turning into the polyunsaturated fats. You don't want to ever get your oils too hot. Um, and we make sure we're eating to balance our blood sugar all the time, especially in my kids too. So I keep string cheese in the fridge at all times um, or some sort of protein snack. So if they are ready for a snack, I tell them that's fine, but you have to have a protein with it. If we're about to eat, we eat our protein first because when your blood sugar is spiking and falling, spiking and falling, you are burning through a ton more nutrients. And so get a high quality cheese, get a high quality, some sort of a protein, um, into your diet. Again, like, I don't know the, you know, don't necessarily buy a protein shake from the store because it's going to have all of the junk added into it. You might be getting your protein, but you're going to get all these toxins added into it as well. So just read the ingredients and make sure you're getting, um, just a wholesome food that your body can recognize, that your body can use, that your body can absorb. Something that God actually gave us, not something that is created by man that your body can't recognize. And then um, along with that, with the blood sugar spikes and falls, making sure that you're regulating your blood sugar every day, you also need to be regulating your stress. And so every time that you are overworking yourself, you're overdoing yourself, you're overscheduling yourself, and your stress levels are really high. Um, you're burning through tons of magnesium, which we are already depleted in because none of our food gives us the proper magnesium that we need. And so really learning to just get still and get quiet. I've even tried to, aside from quiet time and reading my Bible, just finding time for just me to like not think and in the health world they'll kind of call it or at least this is the terminology I've seen the most is like just calling it grounding you just go outside and you quiet everything down and you just listen to nature you listen to the birds chirping like you're kind of asking yourself like what do I hear and paying attention to that and I have just really found peace in that and really have found that that helps me tremendously. And I don't have to put a big time limit on it. That was another thing that was really um, overwhelming me a little bit is like, I wanted to go have some quiet time, but in my head, I had, to, I had to like put this huge number on it, like an hour, knowing that that was not possible because I have four kids and an hour of quiet time is it's just not going to happen for me right now. So 15 minutes or however much that I can get and not making myself feel guilty for actually turning on the TV for my kids to watch during that time. Like it's totally okay so that I can work on my health so that I can be a better mom for them. And eventually, you know, the TV doesn't have to be a thing. And, um, so regulating stress, um, is definitely a huge thing 
paying attention to the ingredients that you are um, buying in your foods. I just mostly buy fresh fruit for my kids now and like I said, a high quality cheese and buying as much organic as possible. If I can't buy organic, then I try to buy at least a better quality. And then I cut cut out cereal so my kids know for sure like they can't eat cereal first thing in the morning. They can maybe have it as a snack in the afternoon now, um, which does make it a little bit harder. But it, it, it requires more work. But I just have such a peace of mind about it to know that I'm helping their long-term health, that they're not going to be where I'm at when they reach 35, especially my girls. <laughs> and the last thing that I would say is... What are you putting on your skin, your cosmetics, your shampoos? Um, that is not the first place that we started. Although I do tell people that that might be the better place for them to start is actually just start changing out your, your soaps, start changing out your beauty products, start changing out your lotions, um, and really start buying things with real ingredients in it. Not all of these chemicals that you can't pronounce and some of um, a better one at Walmart is the native brand. Um, but there are a lot out there now um, that you can definitely that you can definitely find. I personally we do use the native brand. I know that a lot of people don't always agree with them because there is a fragrance that they are not completely transparent about in their shampoos and some of their products. Um, I switched out my deodorant. Um, I don't wear a whole lot of makeup anymore, but when I do, I'm just, I'm gonna finish up what I have. And as I run out of it, I'm going to find other makeup products. Um, I've started, I just happened to get together with some friends and so we made our own lotion. And so I don't, I'm not too worried about what lotion I'm putting onto my body anymore. But just know that those are definitely chemically related and have xenoestrogens in them and are causing high estrogen uh, hormones in your body, which is contributing to inflammation, slow gut health, um, PMS, lots of factors that could be going on, not just in women's health, but also in men's health. Um, and if you feel like you have estrogen dominance, Vitamin E is really good to take for that. You can get a good quality supplement through Mitolife, M-I-T-O-L-I-F-E. And um, also eating a raw carrot salad. And I'll share that recipe. A raw carrot salad, it's um, coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, and a little bit of salt. And then you have your shaved raw carrots. They are binders. They help to grab a hold of that estrogen and detox it out of the body. It has to be raw because you want the fibers within the carrots. Um, that's just a little side note that I can add that recipe into the show notes below. But if you have any questions for me and you are trying to get started on this health journey and you just feel very overwhelmed, where do I start? What do I do? What's, in, what's the most important thing? Um, I would leave you with that. Start buying organic. Start changing your beauty products and the lotions and shampoos that you're putting onto, into your body. And just start eating a quality, healthy diet where you are prioritizing protein, 
protein, protein, and uh, balancing those macronutrients, making sure that you are um, getting a healthy carbs into your diet. So healthy carbs look like root vegetables. They look like whole grains. Um, those are considered complex carbs and don't raise your blood sugar as much. And they're not just like dead food. You know, white bread, if you're going to just buy white bread, that's considered a dead food. So it can fill your belly up, but it's not actually providing your body with any nutrients whatsoever. And so it's just a ton of calories that your body can't do anything with. So you've got to be giving your body things that it can actually take in, use in your body to give you energy and to give you the nourishment that it needs and to continue your metabolism working correctly so that it can detox and so that it can provide you the energy that it needs. And so I will leave you with that. And if, again, if you have any questions for me, I'm always here to answer them. Just feel free to reach out to me anytime. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Barefoot Parenting. If what you're doing works for you, is healthy for your family, and is growing you in the ways you need to grow, then it's time to step out of the feeling of guilt and shame and wear your Barefoot Mama badge proudly. Remember, Barefoot parents are doing things differently, so be encouraged today if you're feeling the pushback in your parenting style. You're doing something right.